0: It's time for Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. The first hour of Sports Time is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dakis.
1: Welcome in to Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you on a Friday as we get you... Uh, ready for the weekend, and we'll be with you for the next three hours. Going to talk a ton of football, college football, NFL, the whole nine yards. We're going to get to all of it uh, over the next three hours as we lead you into your weekend. But like I said, Brian and Brett with you in our family leisure studios this afternoon. Brett, how you doing?
0: I'm doing great, Brian. Let's do some more radio. You ready? Let's, I feel like I'm in a more. time warp of, of <laughs> radio between... Uh, hosting for Dave this week, uh-huh. I know you did a lot of radio this week and this morning, and being on other shows, talking about this game, Arkansas and Ole Miss, it will be in Oxford tomorrow, and I'm really looking forward to it. I love this game. David Kellum sent me kind of the run sheet for tomorrow night, and it's been a, a naturally a slide to instead of a 6.30 kickoff, it won't actually kick until 6.39. He goes, hey, you and Darb got to fill that time. You, yeah. You're okay by it. I said, Hey we 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 got nine minutes. We got we, <laughs> yeah, we'll we, find we go <laughs> nine we can go nine more minutes for this game and I hope everybody that comes down tomorrow, whatever side you're for, comes by and, and sees us in the grove. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it should be a, a fun atmosphere, a fun environment. I mean when you kind of uh After what happened last week, I mean, I think a lot of Ole Miss fans are going to be excited for this. We've kind of talked all week about
0: how we could have played Sunday morning. Oh,
1: absolutely! But you know, we've also talked about you know this week about how close these matchups have been between Ole Miss and Arkansas. No matter if if you know Ole Miss comes in and they're the by far the better team, if Arkansas comes in is by far the better team, this game is always a close game. And so I think a lot of people very exciting uh, excited about it. Also, not a not a tough trip for Arkansas fans to come down. To Oxford either, so it should be a great afternoon tomorrow.
0: It should be, and tomorrow I think is a really fun day across college football with Red River and all the other games, and you know Notre Dame in a another uh-huh. big game, Alabama in, in I think its biggest game of the year, maybe other than the Texas test. It's 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 most difficult test uh, on the road at College Station. We got our got our baseball and mm-hmm. basketball is right around the corner, and and I and I, I, I I mean this sincerely. Every year this week, I, I threaten, and I don't know how much longer it will stay on the PGAE Tours schedule with we know the changes that are coming, but every year I, I, I promise myself, that, all right, I'm going to take off a, a day and, and go down to Jackson to the Sanderson's Farm Classic. I've never been. Uh, so we even have golf in the state of Mississippi this weekend.
1: And we do a little a little golf going on. I've been getting... Uh... Uh, a few updates about what's going on down there in in that tournament, but yeah, a lot going on this weekend.
0: I don't think any of my many bosses out there would take too kindly of, hey, I need to miss a, a Thursday <laughs> or Friday during uh-huh. football yep. season to go watch golf, and mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 I and I don't want to. I, I'm I'm right where I want and need to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely a lot of fun this weekend all over the place. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna start the day with with uh, Red River and and then. Uh, We'll go on. It's going to be a fantastic day, even though uh, I know a lot of people here locally. Uh, Tigers won't be playing tomorrow. Kind of an off week, not only for the team, but I mean, after that Boise State game, after the Missouri game, after the Navy game, before that, I think a lot of fans feel like they need a week off of all this kind of a slow starts and then up and down this roller coaster of emotion they've been through the past three weeks.
0: I, I love how the schedule has has played out for the Tigers, and now really can can savor being at that four and one mark. Yeah. I think ideally you'd like it you know, after six or maybe even after seven, especially if you're going well. And if you're going really, really well, you don't ever want to take a break. It's, right. a, it's like the all-star break popping up for that red-hot team in baseball and for that scuffling team. They they wanted to get to the all-star break two weeks before that. But for the Tigers, this is good timing and to build for next Friday night. And I hope a really big crowd out at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium for Tigers and Tulane and it, 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 it doesn't need a lot of pumping up, I don't think. I I want to try to drive ticket sales as best we can and sure. be positive about it. And But I think it speaks for itself. Cotton Bowl champs against a 4-1 team at home.
1: Yeah, I mean, it should. And a lot of people have been saying, you know, if the Tigers can win this game, I mean, they're they're in the driver's seat they are. for the conference. And so uh, I think it kind of that – That excitement, that momentum builds itself. So it should be a a really fun weekend in college football. We'll also have the NFL on Sunday, bright and early on Sunday at at 8.30 in the morning. But last night... Whew, I don't think a lot of people uh, expected the win that the Chicago Nobody. Bears had—a forty-to-twenty win over Washington. I should say before we talk about this game, uh, the news really coming down right before that game started. Um, in the hour leading into that game of uh, the the passing of Dick Butkus at, at eighty years old. So I know a lot of uh, Chicago fans, a, a lot of, no, I a lot of Bears fans. Uh,
0: yeah, Hope and, and, I go in my sleep.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And so uh, definitely sad to see that. And then uh, what what the Bears. Did last night was was really impressive?
0: It, it was, and you know they'll honor him in a big fashion yeah. when they get back to, to to Soldier Field. And he 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 was Mr. Bayer Grew up in Chicago and turned down an opportunity to go to Notre Dame at that time over an issue of 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 being married. And Notre Dame wow didn't have married students then. That's the same way Arkansas got Lance Allworth from Brookhaven, wow. Mississippi, instead of going to Ole Miss. Uh, because he was married, but he, he stayed in state. He did go to Illinois, Papa Bear Hallis is George Hallis's alma mater, and he was great there, and then he was, he, he was ferocious as a bear. Uh, with, with Gail Sayers on one side and Dick Buckus on the other, it, it gave you a lot of, a lot of chances to win, but oh, they yeah. didn't, they, they ne- neither ever played in a playoff game, and, and they, they didn't have a lot of quarterback help in those years. And you know, Gail Sayers, he he got hurt. Buckus had, had bad knees as well. Zach and I were talking about this subject this morning. Mm-hmm. For most of the '60s, Dick Buckus was the baddest man in football. He sure. wasn't Raynitsky was, but I think Buckus he may be crazier than Raynitsky. <laughs> uh, and, and then in the '70s, I think it was Jack Lambert. '80s Lawrence Taylor, and then into the 21st century, late '90s, early 20, early aughts, it, it, it was Ray Lewis. Is there a player that intimidating today, Brian? I just couldn't come up with one. There, there, and, and Zach mentioned Michael Parsons. You got on your Michael yeah, Parsons, yeah, Michael
1: Parsons jersey on
0: Jer- jersey. He, he's that. You got a game plan for him, like all those others I just named. But I mean, just the the, the meanest man alive. I, I don't, I don't think of him as that.
1: No, I don't think. Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, I maybe like five, ten years ago, J.J. J. Watt could have had that that title. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't – currently, the only thing I would think probably close in my mind would maybe be like Miles Garrett. But still, I, I don't think – I think that's more just well, game plan against him.
0: And he clocked a guy over the head with yeah, a helmet. That's so another good point. I mean, better not mess know, with a fella that does
1: that. Don't mess with him. He's actually shown that he's uh, he's about it, I guess.
0: Uh, you know, Will Anderson, I think, is going to be a guy to game plan far and look out far, but I don't think his own locker room is going to be scared of no. him. Their own lock, I mean, yeah. Buckus, Nitsky, Lambert, those types, uh, Ray Lewis, yeah. Lawrence Taylor, their their own teammates. Huh. Man, look out for this guy.
1: That's, yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, to, I mean, parking
0: his parking place.
1: I, I could I could not think of of a single person now in the NFL that would have that sort of response by even even his own teammates.
0: I, I can't either. There, there are great players and, absolutely, and and, and, and and I know that, and there are plenty that you have to game plan around. But just to be that that intimidating of a force, and and you know, a t- tough town Chicago mm-hmm. did. Di- Dick Buckus was at a central casting yeah. to be a football player in Chicago, Illinois.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and so uh, I was definitely sad to to see that, but happy to see what what Chicago did, uh, kind of uh, for him. And uh, R.I.P. in memory of him putting up forty on the Commanders. Um, Best uh,
0: Justin Fields ever played.
1: It re- it really was, and, and you kind of you you put this with what he did last uh, last week. And, you know, I, me and Jay Morgan were talking about this earlier, and he said, you know, I think the only criticism you could have about the performance Justin Fields had yesterday would be that his completion percentage was only around 50%. And we both agreed, when you tack on four touchdowns on top of that, it's hard to Your argue. And, and what he did with DJ Moore, you know, I, I remember us talking about this uh, after uh, a week or two in the season and 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 talking to Bo Marchand about this. It really seemed like DJ Moore wasn't happy after two weeks into the season. Obviously, the losing and really not putting up a fight will do that to you. But two hundred and thirty yards, not one, not two, three touchdowns for DJ Moore. Justin Fields. It might have taken a couple of weeks, but I think he found his his favorite weapon.
0: You know why I think Ron Rivera is on notice? Why is that? The Magic Johnson tweet.
1: Yes, yes. And, uh, I mean, Brett, we know, we know Magic Johnson in his Twitter. If you want to go see a good Twitter page, go to Magic Johnson's because Well, he, it's uh, usually
0: the master of the uh-huh. obvious. The sky is blue, water yes. is wet. Good morning. Good afternoon. And, and he blasted the team. And mm-hmm. I thought a direct affront, assault yeah. on Ron Rivera. Not unfair. No. Uh, what he said, I think, is what everybody saw. But I, you, you could see the, the, the full changing of the guard. In, in, in Washington, they the, off to the quick start now settled in and, and, you know, Magic Johnson, he's not the primary owner, but that, 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 that just wasn't somebody out there on Twitter. That, that was Magic Johnson, no. uh, you know, a a a minority share owner of the, uh-huh. the Washington football team. Yeah.
1: And, uh, even, even saying we in there when talking about the, uh, the commanders, hey, which I, I love. I love to see well, that. I guess from it Magic. is we. When it you, is. I mean, <laughs> When you get off the checkbook. That's right. I mean, it becomes we very quickly after that. But, uh, you know, yeah. So I think, I think there's going to be some, some, uh, some people upset with this. And, and another thing is when you have a change in, in ownership, um, you know, that, that leash changes, you know, the, the leash you have as a head coach, as personnel, really top to bottom, it could change very quickly because you don't have that relationship. You haven't.
0: They want their own people.
1: Exactly. They want their own people. And so I love Ron Rivera and, but, you know, it, if this season continues to go in a, in a negative way, I would not be surprised at all if at some point they decide to to go in a different direction.
0: Other than that great year with Cam when Cam was MVP,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and, and I'm not talking about his, the health difficulties he, that he's overcome and, sure. and some sadness off the field. Um, I'm not that heartless. On the field. Has Ron Rivera done that
1: much? No, not really. Uh, not really at all. And so... Uh... You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he was a great bear. Yeah, he was, and and so I think a lot of people in Washington. I mean, you're going up against an 0-4 Bears team last night, and so I think a lot of Commanders fans. I think magic. I think uh, there were a lot of people around this team that thought, oh, we're gonna be, we're gonna wake up tomorrow three and two, and we're gonna be, you know, we're really gonna be rolling. You know, you got a young quarterback, he's playing better, and uh, and then you you wake up and you're two and three, and so yeah, I mean, I think that definitely hurts, Ron.
0: Played college at Cal and was a, a, a really good bear on those Mike Ditka teams that Dick Buckus was the uh, announcer for. He wow. was the analyst on Chicago Bear Radio.
1: Wow. So, so full circle there. Uh, really that's, is, isn't that's, it? That takes sports.
0: Hit wow. a tie the whole loop it on sure it. <laughs> it sure
1: will. It sure will. That's uh, why we love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, you look at, at Justin Fields and, and I, I like this because I, I like Justin Fields. I liked him when he was in college, kind of watching his whole. Uh, I loved him. Collegiate loved him career, day. yeah. I mean, I loved watching his whole career uh, play out. There was actually a, um, there was a show. I guess I was in high school when it came out. I think it was called QB One, and it was a show that they had. They they did like three seasons of it, and they would take. Like three quarterbacks that were like the, in the top fifty or so, and they would kind of follow their senior year in high school through their decision, yada yada yada. And so, as as watching that, you would watch that, and then you would want to follow those guys when they were in college. And so, Justin Fields was on that show, and uh, so I, you know, really liked him out of high school and in college. And so, I want to see him succeed. And, and I've really uh, hated all of the kind of negativity that's that's been pointed at him because I don't think necessarily he is the issue in Chicago and so I've loved seeing these past two games because he's really starting to show hey I still I still got something I mean I'm a quarterback I was a high pick for a reason and uh, he's kind of starting to show why people thought
0: that of him. Did you hear the shout out I gave your alma mater this morning Houston I
1: I missed it. What'd you
0: Just say? Talking high school football with Coach Glenn Rogers, and I said the two best cheeseburgers at a concession stand <laughs> around town, White Haven and, and Landers Field, the home of the Mustangs. I used to. I.
1: I don't know if uh, if the same person that made your hamburger is still there, so I cannot confirm if it's still a great cheeseburger. But I know exactly who made it when you were there, and uh-huh. I can I can assure you, he made plenty of cheeseburgers for the team when I was playing, and they are uh, good they stuff. Are, they are good. Good stuff so I'm glad uh, I'm glad you gave them a shout out and if I see them I'll have to let them know that their uh, their
0: uh, cheeseburger is highly regarded and tonight out at high school football and tomorrow in for college and even Sunday to pro the, we- the weather's just perfect
1: it is I mean we're starting to to kind of start feeling the the early uh inklings of fall and it's it's great. I mean let's see what's the weather right now about seventy nine right now and that's probably our high
0: for the day. L- late in the old Miss Arkansas game tomorrow night, it, it could dip dip down. And you know people in Buffalo and Chicago <laughs> laugh at me oh, Green yeah. Bay laugh at dipping down into the forties.
1: Oh yeah. But hey Look, we're not in Buffalo. We're not in the North. I, I'm not. I'm not. That's I'm cold, not made friend. for that. No, that's. I don't want to be anywhere in 40 degrees. And weather. you know, last
0: year at the Arkansas Ole Miss game, you was from, froze well almost to death, and 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 was dressed properly for a long time. I, I you know, I, I watched those games on TV, and I go, what do they have on that uh-huh. we don't? Yeah. And somebody told me, so, oh, you got to get the the right kind of socks. So I stopped and bought going to the Arkansas Ole Miss game last year a pair of twenty eight dollar socks. Woo. Didn't
1: do one Ooh, thing. $28 for some socks. That's steep, Brett.
0: Uh, uh, other than I could barely get my shoe on.
1: Well, yeah, that'll do it. Mm, well, yeah, you might. Uh,
0: I can't dress right for it.
1: It might be a cold uh, cold evening for you tomorrow night. But, hey, it could should, be. Be, uh, should be a great game. I only
0: whined about it for about two months, didn't I?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I look, I'd be doing the same thing if I was you. I, I hate the cold. I'm right would, there with you.
0: I was cold from that night until the middle of May. That's
1: great. <laughs> That's great. Well, let me set up today's show before we get to top and not top story of the day. 3.30, Alan Bell from CBS Sports Digital, also the executive producer of The Early Edge. He'll join us. Uh, we'll talk a lot of wagering with him. We'll get into some of the college football games, some of the NFL games with him in the next segment and get all of his picks for the weekend. 345, we'll look at the AAC and the Top 25. What does uh, the weekend look like um, uh, for uh, for the Top 25 and the American? 4 o'clock Bruce Marshall from Vegas Insider, CBS Sports and BAMSports.net will join us to talk uh, some more wagering. We'll do a uh, A lot more wagering with him, uh, a lot more college football with Bruce, but we'll also get his picks for some of these NFL games on Sunday, 4.30. Uh, We'll preview the SEC weekend, uh, what to expect in that Ole Miss-Arkansas game, and and across uh, the SEC landscape. I think some really intriguing games this weekend. 4.45, we'll get to big number of the day. 5 o'clock, Ty Richardson from ESPN Arkansas will join us to talk about the Razorbacks and the SEC. I'm also going to have to get in a couple basketball questions with Ty. He's in Taylor. uh, He's in Oxford. uh, He sure is. You're Mm -hmm. right. Uh, I ate lunch with him. Oh, wow. So you've already seen Ty. Once today, you'll get to talk to him again uh, at 5 o'clock. So we'll get to a bunch of Arkansas Razorbacks talk at 5 o'clock. With tie 530, we get to our first National Bank and Trust Friday football forecast. And at 545, we'll wrap up the weekend with Taco Bell Crunch Time. But let me remind you, we're sitting in our family leisure studios where family and fun come together. The world's biggest spa sale. It's back and bigger than ever. 50 different models to choose from, 5 different manufacturers, up to 30% off in-stock spas and swim spas, free upgrades on all in-stock stock spas, and the 24-month same-ass cash. It's still available, but only at Family Leisure, 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40.
0: Hey, Brian. I'm Brett. Johnny Hill with us as well. We're Sports Time, and we're with you until 6 o'clock, and we want you to be a part of it by calling or texting 901 901- And this hour brought to you every day by our title sponsor of this hour, the one and only Lexus dealership in town. That naturally is Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and online at LexusofMemphis.com. Great offers on all 2023 models with the 24s on the way and special leasing options always. Call them at 901-334-9673. Drive in luxury and confidence, knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary first and second maintenance services. Stop by today at Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and put yourself in the driver's seat of the all-new 2023 flagship LS500. and You'll be looking and you'll be driving in style. When you purchase a Lexus, you get top-of-the-line engineering and design, and they make for the luxury driving experience. Online at LexusofMemphis.com. Experience amazing experience amazing at lexus of memphis top story of the day
1: well my top story of the day is the college football weekend we've got a, a couple of games tonight but it really gets started tomorrow morning and man does it get started with a bang on abc tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock uh, college game day will be there 12th rank, oklahoma third rank. Texas Red River gets us started at 11 a.m. We'll end the day with Arizona versus number nine USC on ESPN at 930, which people forget Arizona gave Washington a game last year. I've heard a lot of people wanting to maybe take a couple steps back on this Washington team after uh, a a tough-fought game against Arizona. But I don't think Arizona is that bad, even though they have two losses. So uh, I'm excited for the entire slate of football. We get started in what I think is a great way. You also got Maryland, Ohio State. I've heard a ton of people talk about that game this week. LSU-Missouri also at 11. And then throughout the day, Big Ten Saturday night. I mean, it's going to be a really – theme song's in my head, uh, Big Ten Saturday night. I was walking through Target last night, Brett, and I heard that play. They had that – you know, they have the – the, all their televisions on display, and mm-hmm. that song was playing on every single television.
0: Their rollout's Target. been great, it's their been promotion's been great. been great.
1: It's been following me around, though I can't get away from it. Very catchy song, but I, I feel like it's following me like a bad curse or something. But it should be a great day of college football tomorrow.
0: Now, that's my top story, too. The day in college football, the big one in the SEC is Coach Nick Saban in Alabama in College Station versus Jimbo in the Texas Aggies. A second straight loss to Jimbo. And A and M at Kyle Field will cause the Bama freak out again. If you think people freaked out over the Texas loss, over the the slumber fest at South Florida, they will really lose it with a, a loss because that will be an SEC loss if they if Alabama loses tomorrow against Texas A and M, and if A and M loses, here we go with their freak out. Remember yeah. that freak out after the Miami loss; mm-hmm. they'll get it again because A and M fans will rightly say. We've spent billions, and they have, with stadium and facilities and coaches and NIL and planes and mm-hmm. trains. We've spent billions, and we still can't get there. Something's got to give tomorrow.
1: Oh, Brett, I love when something's got to give.
0: Not top story of the day. Well,
1: my not top story, go from Saturday into Sunday, and it's another early morning as the Jaguars. Brett. Something's wrong with my ESPN because it says the Jaguars are the road team in London. Do they not know that that is Jacksonville's second? They've been there home? two weeks. I mean, what are we talking about? But in all, I
0: think their owner is, is from London. Isn't I, 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 in think so. I, I think he London? I, I think he is. I think he so. is. So,
1: uh, so in all, in all seriousness, they'll play as the away team tomorrow. But uh, the Jaguars—they're very comfortable across the pond. In London, that'll start our day at 8.30 on NFL Network. We'll end the day... Oh, with what a beatdown this is going to be. The line is four points, please. Four points for the 49ers, please. The Cowboys are going to roll all over the 49ers. I am not saying that as a fan. Let me cover up all of the logos and stuff that I may or may not be wearing because uh, I'm not a Cowboys fan or anything. I'm just telling you the fact. The Cowboys are going to win on Sunday.
0: But I am a Cowboys fan.
1: You are. So, look, I don't want you to say anything because people might not believe you because it might just be fandom. (laughs) You can believe me. I'm not biased by any means, but this should be a really fun day. I know uh, we're, we're going to do our first National Bank and Trust Friday football forecast at 5.30, But, Brett, I'll be honest, I had trouble trying to come up with a lock and a shock for this one because I, I, a lot we of these gotta games have one. I think will be, well, I know, but I, I a lot of these I thought were going to be really, or I think are going to be really, really close games. So for me, it's so hard for me to pick uh, a favorite and an underdog. So we'll see what I can fill if I can figure a couple out. I mean, I have to for the segment, but uh, these are going to be some great games on Sunday. I,
0: I, I hate to do this to y'all during the break, but I, and send you on a wild goose chase. I got the same Google y'all have, but I'm scared to hit any buttons, <laughs> especially not in the in, in the studio. When when the when the teams play over there, like Jacksonville or any wow. American team, I, or. It, is the tax man in London? Is the Chancellor of the Exchequer there taking a little something something out of the check? Uh,
1: it's, a, it's a good question. I have no you idea. All,
0: I would almost bet on they do.
1: I, I would think so. Yeah,
0: and that, that, that's big tax money. Uh-huh. They're, they're working there. Where, where, where's our piece of? I don't know why they did yeah. me. My, my not top <laughs> story. The big one locally is Arkansas and Oxford to play Ole Miss. Arkansas at a tipping point, with many of their fans already ready to move on from Sam Pittman. I greatly disagree with that. Uh, win or lose tomorrow, or however the rest of this year plays out, Arkansas had to have this game last year, and they got it. They were up at one point forty-two to six, with thirteen minutes to play. Was the points they were up, but that was in favor an Ole Miss win, and then open date at five and one. That was almost a dream summertime scenario. Be five and one, and into the open date. Oh yeah, as the stakes are playing far in Oxford.
1: Yes. Yes, they are. But I'll do it for top and not top story of the day. Let's go ahead and get to our first break of the day. When we come back, we'll talk some wagering with Alan Bell.
0: Add a little fun to your lunch break. Join Johnny Radio for Sports 56 Happy Hour from 11 to 1 every weekday on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Let's make some money. Money. It's time for Wagering Talk with Alan Bell from CBS Sports. Alan is the executive producer of Early Edge, part of CBS Sports Digital, and on Twitter X at Alan G. Bell. Here's Alan with Bryant, Brett, and Jay Morgan. Alan Bell
1: joining us now from CBS Sports Digital, also from the Early Edge to talk some wagering. Alan, thanks so much. For joining us before we get to these games over the weekends I I am absolutely shocked to see the Bears win last night in the way they did against the Commanders what do you make of this Bears team after going up by so many points last week against the Broncos and then just completely falling apart uh in the fourth quarter and then this week putting up 40 points on the Commanders
2: yeah man first I appreciate you guys having me back second um you know, Justin Fields last week after that, you know, uh, what well, you just spoke about, you know, uh, scoring so many points and then, you know, losing in the end. Justin Fields sat in his locker with his uniform on, silent, for 30 minutes, just staring. Like, teammates couldn't move in, coaches couldn't move, nothing. Whoa. Right? And you could just tell, well, I mean, you know, with the Bear, but I mean, the guy's prideful. Mm-hmm. And the Bears have lost 14 games in a row. That locker room was tired of losing. He was tired of losing. The coaching staff was tired of losing. And they finally went out and said, you know what? Just just go. Just play as aggressive as possible. Who cares? Who cares? We what What, what is there to lose? You know what I mean? Yeah. And they went out and did it. And, and they played a full game. And uh, they won. Not, and not that the Commanders are the best team in the NFL, but you know what? When you've lost 14 straight, winning one is really important. So, win. yeah. Yeah, it just goes to show, like, when when – when it's a must win, man, it's a must win.
0: Alan, I would dare say, fourteen games in a row that he was a part of. I bet you, from ninth grade on, he had not lost fourteen games in his huh. life, that's much right. less in a row. <laughs> yeah,
2: seriously. You know, like you know, he didn't lose anything in high school. He went to Ohio State. Like, yeah, like he doesn't know what losing is. You know what uh-uh. I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a great point.
0: There's the great story here locally about I I think the greatest Memphis Tiger to ever play, all-time leading scorer, all-time leading rebounder, Keith Lee, and he had played on a high school basketball team that had won 60 in a row, 30 as a junior, 30 as a senior for him. But opening night for the Memphis Memphis State Tigers back then, they lost on the road at East Tennessee like 58, 57, something like that. And after the game, he was – D- despond. I mean, just they, they could not console him. And finally, Coach Dana Kirk goes over to him and said, "Look, Keith, this is you know, this is big time college basketball. You got to learn yeah. to adjust." And he looked up and he said, "Coach, I ain't lost since the tenth grade." <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a great quote. That's a great quote. Yeah, and he didn't lose he many did more after that, did he, Brian? He did not. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's funny.
1: Alan, let's get to some of these games uh, over the weekend. I uh, You can ask Brett. Brett's probably sick and tired of hearing me say the words Oklahoma and Texas. I've said them so much this week. I cannot wait no, no, for Red love love River this game. on Saturday. Uh, I think this one's going to be a heck of a game. Right now, uh, that line has moved. Yesterday it was about 6, 6.5. Right now, Texas is a 5.5 point favorite. That total sitting at 61. What are you liking this one tomorrow morning?
2: Yeah, but I'm wondering why the spread keeps moving, right? Like, it keeps going in Oklahoma's favor now. Don't get me wrong. Oklahoma's a good football team. Uh, In fact, Oklahoma has covered the spread in every game this season. All of them. That being said, Texas is for real. Like, I I think Mm -hmm. this Texas team is is an elite football team. They can play defense. They can run the football. They can throw the football. They can do it all. Um, it's hard for me to go against Texas. And I think that, you know, for Brent Venables in Oklahoma, not that Oklahoma hasn't scored points this year, they certainly have, a shootout type of a game is not what he wants to get into. Right. Right? Like That's not a a high percentage win for them against Texas. So I think they're going to look to kind of muddy this game up. Um, I'm going to roll with Texas with that spread, but anybody playing the under of 61 – I can kind of see it. I, I, I could see a little bit of an ugly first half, and then Texas gets its stuff together, mm-hmm. you know, and, and pulls away late. But, yeah, man, I, I'm wrong with Texas. I think do better.
0: Uh, Texas over OU, a player that used to be at OU and now at USC and winner of the last year's Heisman Trophy, Caleb Williams. Are you riding those USC team totals and, and game overs like you're riding the Braves in baseball?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, because they're the perfect Michigan. USC can score on anybody, uh-huh. and anybody can score on USC. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, their defense just gives up points, man. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact they gave up that many to Colorado in the second half last week. Crazy. 72
0: like, is the over and under. 72, that's the temperature, isn't
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> right. And they blasted through that one last week, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, I I didn't think that Colorado – would put up that many points, and they did. And USC just cannot stop anybody. And here's the other issue, too, is that they want to pull Caleb Williams late in games, and they usually do, but when your defense just gives up boards, it's hard to do that. You can't trust it. So you essentially get four quarters of USC. So, yeah, I mean... Just play overs. Like I know it sounds crazy because that number is so high, but Arizona can score. Yeah, I mean they can absolutely score. Um, so yeah, uh, just continue to ride it until they tell you
0: that So real green money, transactional money on over seventy two. Boy, that, yeah, I take. That'd it takes I know.
2: That takes some <laughs> stones.
0: You, you know, <laughs> Alan, we we never got to ask you this, and someone that yep. loved betting and now is very public about it, it being an issue. Do you think Phil Mickelson really wagered in his life a billion dollars? No. A
2: lot of money. No. No way. No chance. You know, like I th- those there's a funny thing of like if you look at like the difference between $100,000 and a billion dollars. Right? Like it, that's a big jump. The ju- like it would take I think like 30 days or something to like, you know, double 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 to get to a million. It would take like 33 years to go God from Lord. A million to a billion dollar, like no, there's there's no way that that's so much money, so much money. Billy Walters selling a book, I totally get it. Go ahead, <laughs> get your money on that one. But no, and, and,
0: and he and Billy Walters is compelling, but I think yeah. he lost some people with that. And also, I feel for Billy Walters. You know, during all that, he you know he had a, he lost a child that he he says yeah. was directly because of all that, but come on now a billion dollars we we, we we talking real jack at, at that point Ooh. yeah
2: a bill and hey, think about this if he lost a billion dollars how much did he wager Craig? Like, good question yeah. did he not win anything <laughs> Ever? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah like no that that's that's even for the money that Phil Pickleson has made now a mm-hmm. billion dollars that's crazy
0: but as you know in 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 the world of, of, of betting on ball games you do get in that feeling of I can't win to save my life.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's I could real, pick man. the sun setting. Yeah. So <laughs> no, I know, and you know, the, the frustrating part is like, and, and I'll I'll give you a, a great example of that, man. Like we have you know people on our team here, and um, everybody hits stretches like that, betting. Everyone sure, sure. does, you know. And like I'll have you know people that will come to me and say, "Man, what should I do? What should I do?" I'm like, "Look, there's the only way to get through it is to do it." You just got to keep pushing through. But, man, it stinks, man. Mm-hmm. Like it, It's just such a bad feeling because then you start questioning yourself. You start questioning the things that you know. You start questioning, you know, how you – you look at football games, basketball
0: games, stuff, <laughs> man. You you, you you do, and and you're so right about it. In baseball, they always said bunt out of a out of a hitting slump. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know what it is in wagering. I know it's not this game tomorrow. But tell me what you like in Bama. I see now two and a half. We're calling it one and a half. Bama favorite over Texas A and M. Yeah,
2: so you know, I'm going to take Bama. I'm going to grit my teeth, but I'm going to do it. I think that they can play the more complete game, um, but it, I think the I think the best play is to play under. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I I think that if you look at both of these teams. Jimbo and Saban know each other, right? And, and you know Saban is going to approach that game the same way that he did with the Ole Miss game. Going to do everything that he can to just muddy and muck this thing up. Like that's it. You know what I mean? Because he can't trust this offense. Uh, Texas A and M. You know, they, they can't trust it in full. they got a good defensive line. So, yeah, I, I think that, you know, if I had to pick a team, it would be Alabama. But, yeah, I'll take the honor on this one. I think I think it's going to be an ugly old-school SEC West style
0: game. I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to give away yeah. one of my picks later. I, I, I'm calling it 17-6. to 6. That's very 1970s yeah. or 80s. And you're right, yeah. Coach Saban, especially to those protégés, he kind of just weaves them right into his web and then attacks. Yeah.
2: Yep. A hundred percent. That's what he does, man. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, one game I've heard a lot of people talk about this week and a lot of people I hear are on one side of this game I, I, I'm curious your opinion of it uh tomorrow morning at 11 on Fox Maryland who's having an unbelievable start to the season 5-0 and for them, 2-0 and in Big Ten uh, play going up against Ohio State who's also undefeated this year right now Ohio State a 19.5 point favorite that total sitting at 57 what do you think about this one? Yeah,
2: that's a lot of points. Maryland's good sure football is. team, right? That being said, Ohio State's defense is legit. Like, they don't give up anything, mm-hmm. man. Like, it is tough sledding with them. Um, look, I, as much as I hate to say it, I, yeah. give me the under. All right, I hate to play it because Ohio State can score and Maryland can score. But I can't take 19 and a half points. A big number. You know, because Maryland is a good football team. But that being said, the problem is this, is that if you take Ohio State, and I get it, you know, Maryland's not going to score that many points. How many is Ohio State going to score? Mm-hmm. Right? Especially yeah. late. You know? So I think that more, more roads lead to the under than they do, uh, you know, taking, you know, 19 and a half points. But it sounds crazy saying that. You know, by seeing both of these offensive outputs because they both can score it. Absolutely.
1: You're talking to Alan Bell uh, from CBS Sports Digital, also the executive producer of The Early Edge. Let's get over uh, to some NFL games, Alan, before we let you go. And I've got to start. I'm rocking my Micah Parsons jersey right now, my <laughs> Cowboys gear, primetime tomorrow night, Cowboys versus 49ers. 49ers a four point favorite. Uh, Allen, I'm curious the way you see it. I don't think this is even a game. Cowboys by a million. What do you think? <laughs>
2: I, yeah, I think it's gonna be an
0: awesome no partiality one. at all. There, no, it, I'm it not. Was straight, <laughs> no. It was straight Friday no. afternoon analysis. Yeah. Hey, hey,
2: that was right down the line. I hey, right. there you go. Um, man, let me say this. I'm kind of rolling the Cowboys here. I am. Like, I, I think that the Cowboys are a more uh, multiple team, and what I mean by that is, I, I think that offensively they're they're more dynamic. They can run the football, they can throw the football. Uh, San Francisco, I mean, it sounds like I'm being negative against a ridiculously good football team, um, but I want to see what happens with they have to play from behind. Like I want Dallas to get out and score first, and I want them to continue, and I want to see what Brock Purdy could do when he doesn't have a 7-point lead, a 10-point lead, a 14-point lead. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, that being said, I mean, San Francisco's defense is elite. So is Dallas's. I mean, this game is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. But I'll roll with Dallas. Let's man. go. Like, like, yeah. Alan. Yeah. Like, at some point, man, like, somebody's got to check San Francisco, and I think this might be the week to do it. Christian McCaffrey, by the way, if anybody bets props, I think he scored a touchdown in 13 straight games. Crazy. So. There you
0: go. <laughs> Maybe the best time to see the New York Giants, or, or, or see a team after a loss, rather, it would be for the Dolphins hosting the Giants. New York Giants 1-3, and, and Daniel Jones was just awful Monday night. At Miami, the Dolphins minus 12 and a half Dolphins and Giants, who do you like, Allen? Oh, Dolphins. I, yeah, I, I, I don't easy.
2: see any way that the Giants can score. Like, that's the problem, is that I, I don't know what they're going to do, Right. Like, you look at this offense, it was built around Saquon Barkley. They don't have anybody to throw to. They, their offensive line just gives them sack after sack after sack.
0: No gang like, breakers I, at wide receiver.
2: None. Like, that's the problem. And, look, I like Daniel Jones, and I like Brian Dayball, and I like how this team is built. I have nothing against them at all. They just don't have anything, man. And then, you know, you look at Miami. Miami can score... On anybody, and you look at New York secondary, young. It's going to be good, but it's they not they got twenty good right last
0: now. week in defeat.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right, like man, like it, it's it's just I, I cannot trust New York to stay in this game, and especially if my like. And here's the problem: is that once New York gets down, it, 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 all hell breaks loose because now you have to start throwing the ball beyond ten yards. And that's that's when that whole thing falls apart. So yeah, it's a big number, but I'll take Miami.
1: We've got another early morning in the NFL on Sunday. I'm sure a lot of people will forget and sleep through the 8:30 kick. Jaguars <laughs> and Bills in London. We just talked about the Dolphins. The Bills really took care of business last week against the Dolphins. Right now, Buffalo a five and a half point favorite. That total sitting at 48 and a half. What do you think about this one?
2: Yeah, you know what? Um, usually, when anybody's playing against Jacksonville, cause that's a home game for them. Yeah, uh, I would take Jacksonville, but I'm going to roll with Buffalo on this one. Um, I, I, I think that Jacksonville has some issues with this team. I, I think that their offense is not exactly to where we thought that it would be. They should be scoring way more points yeah. than they are week to week. Um, but again, I, I'm not. I'm not giving up on Jacksonville because I really, really like Doug Peterson. That's a good man a good coach. It's a good locker room guy, and I like Trevor Lawrence too. But Buffalo is just a much better team, and they can do it defensively too. Uh, yeah. They they can tear you apart, man. So yeah, uh, I know that it sounds crazy taking uh, you know a team to go to Jacksonville with five and a half points, <laughs> but I'll do it. Yeah, give me the Bills on that.
1: I like that. I like that. It's uh it's gonna be an early morning, that's for sure. Alan, any baseball? Yeah, any baseball?
2: Oh, well, hard I'll no figure. starting pitchers listed. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow makes it Arizona's really hard. Philadelphia Phillies. Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, just, just takeovers. Just take overs oh, Take props. It. Both of these teams know each other. They hate each other. They can hit off of each other. They've done that all year long. Uh, yeah, like tomorrow is going to be awesome,
1: man. <laughs> I, I can't wait. It's going to be a great weekend all around. Alan, thanks so much for joining us. We'll do it again next Friday.
2: Hey, right, look forward to it, boys. Y'all be good. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Alan. thank right you. Back. Good luck, Alan.
1: Alan Bell from CBS Sports Digital, also the executive. Producer of the Early Edge. I want to shout out the Early Edge again. You can go find it on YouTube. Um, also over, you can find all Allen's work over on Sportsline. But this show—it's a daily show. You can uh, watch every single morning about 9 a.m. They do their best picks of the day. Allen's on it most days, so definitely go over and check that out um, on the Sportsline YouTube page. But let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we'll preview the college football weekend for the top 25 and the American Athletic Conference. That's next on Sports Time
0: Join the voice of the Tigers Dave Woloshin for Wolo and Friends weekday mornings from 10 to 11 here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM Now, back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats, Snoresworthy and Bryant Dacus.
1: We're back in. Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you in our family leisure studios as we wrap up our first hour on this Friday. Taking a look at the top 25 and the American Athletic Conference. Let's start in the American uh, and run through these games. Very light slate in the American this week and a lot of uh, off weeks in this conference. So uh, the conference starts at one o'clock on ESPN plus UTSA at Temple. We're really still waiting on UTSA to show really anything this year. One and three. Well they just haven't been healthy. They, they haven't, and that's that's the problem. Frank Harris has only played a couple of games this year, and that's really hurt them. And so um, that that should be an interesting game. One o'clock. After that, two thirty CBS Sports Network, North Texas at Navy, 3 o'clock on ESPN2, uh, USF at UAB, 4 o'clock on ESPN+, UConn at Rice, and then wrapping up the day in the American, like I said, very light slate, 5 p.m. on ESPN+. Tulsa at Florida Atlantic. I'm really excited about this South Florida and UAB game because you saw UAB uh, really make it a difficult game for Tulane last weekend, and you're really starting to see that South Florida offense kind of uh, putting things together and looking like the offense that we thought we might expect over the next couple of years. What
0: scares me about UAB, they were pretty good last weekend Mm -hmm. defeat against Tulane, really good two weeks ago at times, especially offensively against Georgia. In defeat, I'm scared of when they put together a game and lurking on the Tiger schedule. A, a, a trip to UAB. That's a
1: good point. That's a good point. Uh, my brother Connor's going to be at that game when Memphis goes down to UAB. So you're right. It seems like, uh, obviously, uh, you know, anytime and in, in the American, a lot of new coaches um, in this conference. And so it kind of kind of takes some time for those new coaches to come in and, and really kind of lay that, that groundwork of what they want that team to look like. In both of these teams, USF and UAB, if you've watched in the past couple of weeks, they're really showing that they, they might be putting something together.
0: Whoever the site is, college football blue bloods, and mm. wish them well. I don't mean that ugly at all, but I, I, I never heard of them before, before today on Twitter at blue bloodsbuys. They did their most passionate student sections in college football for the month of September. The month just concluded. Number one, Colorado. Okay. Understandable. Two, Penn State. Always three. I don't think it's close in the SEC. And I've said it for a long time. I don't think it's close. What their student section, how it rocks the whole game. Auburn, number mm. four, Florida, number five, Utah, six, Bama. I would debate that one. It, Bama's that good when it's a big game, sure. but it can get slick Well, it can get really? empty in the student oh, wow. section a lot of times. Seven, Oregon, eight, Texas Tech, nine, Missouri, wow. and 10 Washington state.
1: Interesting. I I mean, I can't. I certainly can't argue with the top four. Um, After that, I mean, Oregon, Texas Tech, Missouri, Washington State. I don't really know much about their student sections and and how much. uh, I don't either. How much they fill up. So I'm hopeful. I'm hoping college football blue bloods on Twitter, uh, did the research at least. I can attest
0: uh, to Auburn. Yeah. They rock Uh the whole game.
1: Yeah. And that's what I mean. A couple of my buddies that that never leave early. Yeah. That's what I've heard is that, I mean, if you're going to get to, if you're going to go to a football game, you better get there early because that student section fills up and, uh, and they, like you said, they stay the entire time. Penn State, the same thing. I mean, I love watching Penn State and, and seeing that atmosphere up there. So uh, I can't argue with those top couple for sure. Yeah. So looking at and in,
0: in, in the top twenty-five yeah. tomorrow, we've we've talked a lot about Red River, and it, it, oh, yeah. it's going it's it's going to be all that. And uh, the the announcement, like like I said yesterday, they will move the last hour over to inside the stadium, and that's when it gets dicey. Uh-huh. Is when when Corso's got a he, he's he's got to bring the headgear, oh, yeah. and half the crowd doesn't like it.
1: Uh huh. And and you, I, I had no idea that they put the you know you can hear it in the stadium when they're doing that I had no idea about that so that was news to me when you brought that up yesterday that is awesome and you're right I mean that's when everyone's filing in last year? wow so yeah that's really cool I, I had no idea but I mean you're right that just makes it 10 times more intimidating for for these guys picking I mean you've got not only did you have people outside watching you now you have an entire crowd on top of you while you make these picks
0: and, and game ops people, they really have it down. I mean, they have it down. You know, look, look we're, we're time sensitive. I don't know sure. if we get it to the second, but we 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 sure we sure try and we have to because there's just so much time, and that's the only thing you really control. That's and these right. game ops people, they have it timed out. Now, one time it was very awkward. Something got off. They don't get off uh, too much, but they got derailed a little bit. And as Corso live in the stadium was doing the helmet pick. Was during the anthem. Yikes! Yikes! And and you don't want that.
1: No, 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 no. That's not. That's a tough. Look. Um, I'll be honest. You know, college game day. I've noticed they're starting to get. You know, it's not ending at eleven o'clock. I mean, they're going. Over... Oh, they're not.
0: They're not even pretending. No, they're, it, they're, it's crazy. They're going to eleven o five. And because I said years, uh, a couple years ago, when they had Bill Walton who is the human clock yes, killer yes. for everything. I said, there's no way they get uh-uh. him out on uh-uh. time.
1: And you're right. A couple years ago, they would try to make it look like it was just an accident. They would just kind of run a couple minutes over and, no. and throw it late or whatever. Now they're not even trying. I mean, it goes to 11.05, 11.06, and they don't even care. It's, it's, it- uh it-
0: Bugs and, 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 and he may not have as in guest picker, but I, I think they're, they're, they're wired for sound and they're, they're hearing producers and such. Right. And it is hard to hear. They have people literally screaming, Good get floor. out, get out, oh, get man. out.
1: Uh, it's crazy. I, I'm sure it's, uh, Hard for everybody uh, around trying to get that. Can you imagine down?
0: being that role, Bright uh-huh. With how I am with the clock?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I could not. But uh, looking at the other top, some of the other top twenty-five games that we maybe uh, haven't spent a ton of time on um, this week. You've got Notre Dame, Louisville, uh, about six thirty on ABC. I'm really excited. For that one, Arkansas, Ole Miss, we've talked a lot about Georgia Tech, Miami. I mean, we've been talking about this Georgia Tech team. We we want to see, we almost want to see them put it together, and it seems like they're they're that close to to putting something together. I, I don't know, uh, I don't know if they can uh, get much going tomorrow against Miami.
0: I don't know either. Years years ago, I worked with someone who loved him to death, but worked, worked with someone, and we, we the out key would be when the music would come up, right? And and we had you know 36 whatever uh-huh. it was. He thought hearing the music meant talk more. Oh.
1: Oh, wow. So, this music that we hear now, he thought that no, I was saying, go on. That and, means get out, yeah, get out, no, get out. That means, that means <laughs> get out. That's hilarious. That doesn't surprise me at all, though, that uh, people would blow right through that music and not even think anything of it. But uh, I hear that music. I know we got to get to a break, so let's wrap up this hour. When we come back, we'll talk some more wagering with Bruce Marshall from Vegas Insider, CBS Sports, BAMSports.net. We're going to do that next on Sports Time.